Hi, this is Amber, and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org, at sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master teacher, and I'm trained in shamanism and other forms of energy healing, and I've been running my own healing practice since 2007, and these podcasts are a way to share guidance that may assist you and inspire you, um, and also to share how I work, in case you're ever interested in working with me. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. Thank you for all your donations um, and for all your messages of support. And if you wish to donate to the podcast channel so that it remains free and can help as many people as possible, then you can go to the website sacredspacehealing.org, click on the home button, and there's a drop-down menu there, and you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to. And everything goes back into creating more free content. I'm not um, in a paid partnership with any organization and I'm not affiliated to anyone and I'm not trying to sell you anything. So um, as an individual and an entrepreneur and a small business, that's really what you're supporting every time you support this podcast channel. But you can also share the link with friends and family on social media and so forth um, or find other ways, I guess, to pay it back and to support the channel. I mean, one of the things that I say is that, you know, it's really important that we pay it back, that if something has assisted us in some way or helped us in some way, that we give thanks for that by doing something. You know, that's why I've got the donations tab there because it just keeps our karma in good check and it means that the energy keeps flowing in a good way towards us. So in today's podcast, I would like to look at um, distractions, uh, and interference when we're healing. Such a big topic, so obviously, you know, I can only shine a light on it ever so briefly. But some of the main things that come up, which I've noticed in my own healing journey, but also very much, very much so um, when I'm working with people. So what tends to happen is there is always a level of interference when we sign up to do the work with anyone, any healer, anyone who's working in the light, there's going to be a level of interference, resistance, blocking to you getting free, whatever that means for you. And it may come, can come in many different forms. And it's just part of the process, really. I mean, it's kind of like that with everything in life, in some ways. There's always a level of resistance. There's something that we need to overcome. But I think it's particularly potent in healing work and especially when the healing work could really take you in a good direction and I'm not going to go into where or why that happens like where is it coming from why is it happening it's just kind of part of the um, the energy makeup of of the um, the dynamic that we live in right now of duality you know there are there are energies that want us to thrive and be in the light and there are energies that want us to stay stuck and, and keep going further and further into confusion. And the distractions come in a few forms, but there are some top forms. So I would say number one distraction is uh, romance. So what tends to happen with people, they sign up to do the work, whether it's a long program with me, it's usually when it's the, the deeper work. Um, but it could also be like a, a workshop, you know, learning, attuning, and they're on it, they're on the path, right? They're clearing their energy field, 
they're doing the rituals, they're looking at themselves, they're diving deep, they're building a relationship with themselves. And it's usually around the halfway mark when it's crunch time. You know, this is the point where you push through all the old habits and you create a new you or you remain stuck. Someone will pop up. So either it's an ex, it's they meet someone new, um, someone that they're in a relationship with may, you know, change the dynamic. Maybe they want to move in together, get married, have kids, whatever. Now, that's not to say that it's wrong. It's not to say that romance is wrong or the partner is wrong. But for whatever reason, what's happening is a distraction. Because now the person is pretty fixated, as we are when we fall in love, on this other individual. And the thing about that is that unless that other individual is meticulously keeping their energy levels clean and clear, doing the inner work, um, you know, making sure that they have no sort of gunk in their energy field, unless they're doing that, what's happening now is that the individual who was, you know, keeping their energy clear, getting rid of entities and outside attraction, um, distractions, um, keeping in alignment, you know, the individual who's doing that work then merges their energy field with their love. And once their energy fields are merged, well, it's just become a mess now. Now it's their energy, plus it's their partner's energy, it's, you know, wherever they go out and socialize, and everything becomes this kind of soup. And so for me as a healer, that becomes impossible because now I'm not only holding space for the individual, but also for their partner and then their partner's issues and the stuff that's stuck to their partner. And none of it really works. And what tends to happen is that individuals in these situations kind of go, yeah, do you know what? I don't really want to sit and journal about my innermost thoughts and feelings. I'd rather have a glass of wine and talk to my partner about my innermost thoughts and feelings. And that makes complete sense. Of course it does, but I think it's also because a lot of times a lot of people go on a spiritual quest when they're single, and often their goal is to be in a relationship, and then the moment they meet someone, they go, oh, yeah, goal fulfilled, I don't really need to do the work anymore. Now, it is a huge distraction, and often for people who are doing deep inner work, it's not just about the relationship, like maybe they're looking at ancestral stuff, maybe they're looking at... um, past trauma, maybe they're looking at, you know, clearing really heavy energies, uh, cutting cords and so forth. So it's not just that, you know, they may have had one goal, I want to be in a relationship, but there's all this other stuff to do about making you the best that you can be. And once we drop that, because we've fallen in love, um, and we're merging our fields with someone else, we really sacrifice our healing. So what does this mean? Does this mean that I'm saying, if you go on a healing journey, You can't date anyone. Well, you know what? There is a a really strong reason for why celibacy um, or or periods of celibacy are often part of the spiritual path. And it is because, you know, in in that process of getting closer to God's spirit universe, getting closer to yourself or clearing yourself, you need no other outside interference, right? There is a reason why. There is fasting in a lot of spiritual traditions and not taking drugs and alcohol and not participating in sexual intercourse because you're trying to keep your energy field as strong and as powerful and vibrant as possible. And once you've done that, maintained it and locked it in place, then it becomes choice 
of what you want to engage with and what and who you engage with. Does it elevate you or does it bring you down? Um, and and I, I think there's very, you know, it makes sense. So, yes, I would actually say if you are embarking on a, um, a healing journey, you know, say you've decided to work with a, a healer for six months or you've decided to work with me. I mean, I don't do six months, so it's between two and three months, right? I would strongly suggest that in that time you don't go out dating and you don't, um, you know, you don't uh, take your relationship to the next level, but you just say to people around you, I know this sounds whatever it sounds like to you, but I just need the next two months or the next three months to do this work. And anyone who loves you and anyone who wants to be with you and anyone who's on the same vibration as you will get that. Um, what often happens is partners don't get that or the new date doesn't get that. And there's this huge pressure. Well, I don't want to lose them because the healing will be over in a few months. Then what do I do? You know, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I don't want to lose them. But you don't lose something that is yours, that wants to be with you, that that loves you. You don't lose it. So again, that's a wound. That's a fear coming up. And what it really is doing is saying that this other person, this other energy is more important than you. So I would say if you do embark on a healing journey, a healing process, that you seriously think about who you invite into your energy field for a period of time. And it's not a punishment and it's not this great ordeal, but what it is about is honoring your energy, honoring your healing, um, you know, honoring the process, honoring your trauma, honoring your ancestors, whatever it is that you're looking at. And that a couple of months or a couple of weeks without that date or without seeing your partner is really not the end of the world. Um, and often what will happen is while people are clearing stuff, you know, they will suddenly meet someone. Um, out of nowhere, you know, and it and it will be kind of whirlwind and it will feel amazing. And I'm not saying that that is always a distraction or that it's wrong, but in some ways it's sort of part of the process. Like as you clear what you don't need, what isn't right for you, what is right for you can start to come in. But what is right for you will will stay. Like it won't run away it won't get bored and go somewhere else because it's right for you and it and it wants you as much as you want them um other distractions are uh career jobs work so again what will tend to happen is um you know business trip busy time at work new business new client new job and then suddenly that becomes the focus. So suddenly, oh, I wasn't able to do, you know, the inner work. I wasn't able to journal. I wasn't able to work with the meditations, whatever it is. Whatever it is that you need to do because I have a new client or because I had work or because this, that and the other. Um, again, that's distraction, you know, and that, that will happen a lot. And I've known it happen a lot to me. So at times in my life when I really wanted to focus on my healing, work will suddenly take off. And it becomes your main focus. Of course it does. It's your career. You love it. You need the money. Um, your boss isn't being very understanding, like whatever it is, right? Whatever's going on. But again, as I'm going to say, um, it's hard. It's hard if you are self-employed. It's hard if you run your own business. It's hard if you work in the city. It is hard. But when the job ends or, you know, tomorrow if the job ended or that contract ended, you are still left with you, and you are still left with 
all your unresolved issues and everything that you haven't looked at and all of your trauma and all of the stuff that you could have looked at if you'd only prioritized your own healing at that point. Now, how do you do that when it's work? Because it's really hard. And I've said in other podcasts before, I think the way you do it is through a little bit of self-sacrifice, a little bit of discomfort. You know, I've done healing calls where I've set my alarm and got up at three, four in the morning because the people I I was working with were um, on the other side of the world. So time differences. And, you know, I've done that and then had my healing call, gone back to bed for a couple of hours, got up and gone to work. It is uncomfortable. You know, it doesn't feel great. But I knew that it was just for a period of time. I've done that where I've been away for work and I'm in a hotel room and I'm having to do a healing call. And it's not ideal and I'm in a hotel room. But I've done that because I know that it's important. It's not ideal, but you do the best that you can. And I would always say prioritize your healing above your boss, above that career opportunity. Because, yes, maybe tomorrow the career opportunity takes off and everything works out amazingly. But maybe it doesn't, or maybe it does and then it disintegrates. If you haven't done the work on yourself, the kind of, the, the fallout is going to be even worse. The other way that distraction comes in is through money. So it will be, I can't afford it, I've got this bill to pay, um, you know, I said I'd go on holiday, or I've got to buy a car, like whatever it is. And as I've said in countless other podcasts, you know, money is energy and it ebbs and flows and it will come and it will go. And it can trick us and it can manipulate us and we can, you know, we can sort of demonize it, but ultimately it's just an energy and we can make it our ally or our enemy. And to not do something because you don't have the money that you know is going to put you in a better place is a huge act of self-sabotage. There are always ways, and I've talked about this in other podcasts, you know, whether it's gathering all your items of clothing that you no longer wear and selling them, doing a car boot sale or something, or getting a second job or a third job, or whacking it on a credit card knowing that you can pay it off in a couple of months, or asking a friend and borrowing some money, or asking a family member. Like, there's always a way. And I know that I look back and have looked back at periods in my life when I've not done certain things because I've said, oh, I can't afford to do it or I haven't got the money to do it. And then I've looked back and thought, oh, actually, do you know what? I could have made that work. I I, I could have found a way to pay for that. I don't know why I didn't think of it, but I could have found a way. And sometimes that's a blessing and sometimes that's a curse. You know, I think sometimes we can look back and go, thank God I didn't find a way. It wasn't right for me. But other times, more often than not, we can look back and regret But at that period in our life, when everything was lining up, and all we had to do was find the money to do this thing, we let fear get in the way. There is always a way, you know, and I think even now, in this incredibly difficult time that we find ourselves in, it's so difficult for people financially in so many different ways, there's always a way, but we have to, um, we have to search for it. I think we have to try harder now. We have to really sort of think Um, laterally think outside the box think outside fear and really think about what is important to us like what is it that we want to prioritize because in 10-15 years time you know we won't we don't as humans look back on the things that you know we don't look back and go oh yeah in that month I managed to save x amount of money and pay that bill (laughs) we won't you won't remember that you'll remember the things that changed your life And it's not to say that paying that bill isn't important, but 
there are other ways. There is always a way. I guess the other distraction is social life, you know, friends, social life, family. They can all start tugging at us. Oh, I haven't seen you. Why aren't you out drinking with us? Um, let's go away. Let's do this thing. And again, if someone loves you, if they're meant to be part of your life, if they're part of your future, none of these things will matter. You know, if you need to take a month or two months off to focus on yourself, they'll completely understand. Now, it is a big topic as to why distraction comes in, but I just want to plant that thought that it comes in to take you off the path and that it comes in, in some ways it's a good sign because it shows you that the thing that you're fighting for is so important and what you're fighting for is your free will, your soul, your power, your strength, all of those amazing things. And the more you know, the more the payoff is going to be, the bigger the distraction will be. You know, the bigger the change this could make in your life, the bigger the distraction will be that comes in. And I think it's only age and time and experience that teaches us that and that we start to see, oh, look, here's a distraction that's coming in. And it's not to say that the distraction is evil in some way. It just is what it is. It's a distraction. My advice is always don't put off your healing. I mean, I say this till I'm blue in the face to people, but don't put off your healing. Don't say, oh, I'll do it next month, I'll do it in six months' time, because you probably won't. Don't make it the bottom of your priority list, because it will catch up with you. If you think that that relationship is going to last the stuff that you haven't looked at as an individual, then you're mistaken, it won't. If you think that your career is going to last um, or grow, if, um, despite the fact that you haven't looked at your triggers and your trauma, then you're wrong. Because at some point, something will trigger you, something will be a trauma, reactivation, something will happen. And it, rather than you know, be in that tsunami, you're better off having done the work beforehand. That's not to say that you know, we do the work and then we become perfect and nothing ever touches us again. But I think we do as much as we can in periods of our life to keep us strong and to keep us in our power and to keep us aligned so that when we get destabilized by another energy, job, career, money, partner, um, we still maintain who we are. And I think oftentimes we have been programmed to believe that we have to lose ourselves and work lose ourselves in socialising, lose ourselves in a relationship, rather than prioritise. Um, love does make the world go round. Yes, but your trauma will get in the way if you've been able to receive that love at some point. Or past life contracts will get in the way. Or the ancestors will get in the way. Um, and that's why it's important to do the work. Yes, career is so important. It's so important to do the stuff that makes your heart sing. But at some point, something will happen that stops you feeling that buzz because something got activated or some past life stuff got activated or there's some gunky energy that needs to be cleared. So when the moment arises to do the work, do the work. Make it your number one priority and everything else will take care of itself. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time.